0: Hello, I'm Lisa Talbot and welcome to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I am an award-winning personal stylist who has been in the business for 14 years now. Um, I'm on a mission to help women aged 35 to 55 have a wardrobe that they absolutely love, give some confidence and create a positive mindset. So these podcasts are all about sharing my hints and tips along the way. And I'm really excited to be joined by a number of guests who will also be sharing their fashion and style stories with me and also some brand experts as well who are going to be telling you a little bit about their brands and what they have to offer. I really hope you enjoy my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of my podcast, um, The Pocket Stylist. So I'm Lisa Talbot, I'm a personal stylist and I'm really lucky today because we're going to be talking about personal branding and photo shoots and I'm incredibly lucky to be joined by Sharon Goodyear who is a personal branding photographer and strategist. So morning, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yes, I'm good. I've got my doggy on my knee oh yeah and for the for the listeners
1: there is this wonderful little cavapoo sat on your knee sharon isn't he yeah, he is He's, i'm just putting him on my knee to just keep him quiet because the postman comes in my start barking so
0: yeah yeah and i think many listeners as as the weeks have gone by they've kind of been welcomed to my dog as well because he sits behind me when we record the podcast but being a rottweiler when he barks everybody kind of knows and and you know what it's like we, we've always been in the middle or halfway through a recording yeah. and We just carry on because it's like him saying hello So I really you know, I love having a chat with you today about this topic because both of us obviously are business women We're both entrepreneurs. Um, we've been in business a long time um, and I think for what obviously you do and what I do it's so important that we can help and kind of bring alive other ladies and gentlemen in their businesses through clothing and through photography. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's just, it's really interesting, isn't it? Photographs just can really, I don't know. I love a photograph. I've got hundreds and hundreds of photographs, you know, by no means am I a good photographer, but I just think, those, those photographs just capture, don't they, people so well. And, and with a business, it's really important, isn't it, that, that we
1: capture the right image. 100%, 100%. And I think... You know for me, um, and I apologize by the way if you can hear children in the background. I am <laughs> a single mum to three children and they're playing Fortnite very loudly. Right I can't so, hear it actually. You know, maybe we maybe I've got noise cancelling on, which is good, but um, so I'll just keep going. Just keep going, Charlie. I'll keep going. Um, for me, when I photograph somebody, it, I, it's not just about capturing. Uh, the veneer of them as it were I want to capture the kind of soul essence of that person which is why ahead of a shoot I take a lot of time to really get to know my subject and um, you know spend some time finding out about their story about their business journey about you know their values how they want to be perceived and how these photos are going to be used because um, it is important that that is captured and Yes, you can have your kind of standard corporate headshots and stuff, but I want the photographs that I take of people um, to intrigue people um, and get them talking and like, oh, wow, that's a lovely photo. You know, who is that person? What do they do? Because of the style in which I photograph, which is, you know, I go down the more, the kind of editorial, slight like fashion edge as well to, to make them stand out from the normal crowd, as it were.
0: But it's so important, isn't it? Because if, if you think about it, we are what we represent. So from a business point of view, we have, you know, that first seven seconds to make that impression count. And predominantly, you know, from my point of view, predominantly it's, it's about what people are wearing, because somebody will remember somebody because of what they're wearing, whether it would have been from a lady's perspective, an animal print shoe or they were carrying, I don't know, a fluorescent pink handbag or from a gentleman whether they've got a a grey pinstripe suit on or whether they've got that with a lilac shirt it's that first impression that is so important and the clothes absolutely not only need to represent the business um, depending on the business we need to make sure that the clothes are welcoming um, are they professional etc etc but that actually then the clothes represent the person which then from your perspective allows the photography to then allow that person to feel confident in what they're wearing and again then bringing out
1: the right caricature of that person in the photograph isn't it yeah absolutely and i think that you know these are all the things that we that we look at i'm just going to turn off my home phone just in case my mom calls (laughs) This always happens, doesn't it? The postman turns up, the kid person yeah. and then the phone rings all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So um, when when I um, so how I work um, with my clients is that I sit down with them and um, I do like a deep dive on their personal brand ahead of the shoot. So before we've even stepped foot on you know in the location, I have a, a very um, strong idea about their personal brand, the direction they want to take it, but we also do um, discuss styling as well. So that is very important. So how do they want to be perceived? Because, you know, take, for example, the shoot I did with Beji Solanke, um, who is obviously quite well-known on Clubhouse, um, and he is a bit of an influence on there now, and he's a performance psychologist. Um, All of the images he'd had taken of himself previously were very corporate and a bit kind of you know the the usual kind of LinkedIn profile pictures and they were they were great quality, but did they say as much about him? Did they give the story of him? and I think sometimes it 's about um, how we represent ourselves in terms of our clothes and our style and stuff so this time, when I was talking to him about the shoot and planning the shoot with him, I wanted to know. You know, how do you want to be represented? What size of you do you want people to see? Because that will come across by their style and their image and how they look. So talking about styling um, is very, very important to me. Now, I don't claim to be a stylist. I'm not somebody who knows all about colors and stuff like that. Um, and you know, plenty of people say you shouldn't have rocked up in black today, Sharon. <laughs> you should have worn green <laughs> or something like that. And maybe that's true. But ultimately we also wear colors that we're really comfortable in. Yep. And, um, and, and that's all part of the important things about what, what are you going to wear that's going to make you feel ultimately confident what represents who you are. And um, whilst I think, yes, there are certain colors and things that might complement your skin tones better than others. You know, I love wearing black. I wear black all of the time. Um, And it's a bit of a work uniform for me. Um, I'm not one for bright poppy colors myself. So if somebody said to me, you should wear orange or you should wear, I, and it wasn't how I usually dressed would I feel like myself in the, in the photos? Absolutely
0: not. And that's, that's, you are so, you're spot on because, you know, as a stylist, it's, it's always about obviously helping people and educating them and pushing the boundaries a little bit because you have to, and it could be just taking them to a different retailer or showing them a different shape or do show them different colors. Mm -hmm. But as a stylist, our job is not to push somebody so far out of their comfort zone. They look back in the mirror and think, that really doesn't look like me because then what happens is the confidence just wanes. There is no confidence. Yeah. And that's why, you know, if, if you take my, my photo shoot that I've had done recently, the, the shirt I've got in it, it's pink, it's bold, it's strong. It's very, my personality. If you'd put me in, I don't know, a pretty floral tea dress, Yes, it might look good, but I would have felt so uncomfortable. Uh, You know, my photo shoot, I had the pink print shirt, I had pink trousers and white trainers. It's me. So, But I felt comfortable walking through the shopping centre that we took the photographs in, having my photographs done. Whereas you're absolutely right, because you want the photograph don't you of people who ooze the confidence because their posture changes their stature changes the smile is different everything like that and I think it's it's so important to you know from my perspective it's really important to help people ladies and gentlemen in business represent themselves so that people want to buy their service or their product because that ultimately when we're doing personal branding and photo shoots and you're doing the strategy at the ultimate goal is that ladies and gentlemen will buy our services so yeah. we want people to feel welcomed by our look they want people to you know like you said what about beiju you said you know we want people to see what side of you do you want to show and yeah. that's so important. Do you think now, um, as, I don't know whether pre-lockdown and now to post-lockdown, do you think from um, a branding point of view, the world has relaxed and actually from a photo shoot point of view, that people want to see the other side of people in business? So whether it's, I don't know, a, a more relaxed look. So you said like the the LinkedIn imagery, for example, do you think now the world has gone to a more relaxed look and now people want to see the person behind the brand?
1: I, well, funnily enough, we were talking about this on Clubhouse this morning about remote working. Oh, and I missed it! Yeah, <laughs> it's in BAC in the Business Accelerator Club. Um, and, you know, should we d- do more of this? Or should we work from home more, etc? <laughs> And, um, and I think it depends on what you do. I mean, there are some organisations that require people to, you know, to work in an office environment, but um, to to maintain that culture. But I think we are recognising as part of the, you know, the pandemic has taught us that actually, we do not need to all be working together in offices, that we can work remotely. And and because of that, obviously people aren't going to be dressed up in their suits necessarily, unless of course they're doing a Zoom meeting. But the rest of the time, um, they're not going, but even then, you know, maybe they've got a shirt on or whatever, but um, people tend to be more relaxed. And and so their style is more relaxed. I um, think that it's, it's time to start breaking the molds a little bit. And yes, there are certain company cultures that will always require that people have that very corporate look. Certain no, industries, definitely. Yeah. But to me, that kind of depersonalizes the experience of that person because they just become another suit um, rather than you don't necessarily get to see how they express themselves outside of that. So, um, yeah, I'm sat here. I've got my jeans on. I've got my little black roll net, which is one of my wardrobe staples. And um, and I feel completely comfortable. Does it take away from my professionalism? I don't think so. You know, I've got a dog on my knee, for goodness sake. <laughs> am, I, uh, am I adding less value because of that? No. So I think that um, the one thing that I would say that is always important is it's not necessarily about whether we should wear a suit or whatever but it's about does that person look groomed do they look polished do they because we can wear casual clothes and still look polished still look presentable you know has that person you know had a haircut or washed their hair (laughs) um are they you know wearing makeup does their do their clothes fit them well so you can wear casual clothes and still look very well put together still look sophisticated or still look smart but without the need to look um stiff and corporate i think so i I do think there's a change yeah
0: yeah i think it depends as well on the industry because if you look at the bankers you know they're renowned for you know the suits you look at finance they're, they're renowned for a more formal look whereas you take people like marketing advertising pr media everything is incredibly relaxed and Mm -hmm. you know and I think it's it's definitely you know from from what we wear it does say an important part I think if you had I don't know say you had money to invest and would you rather have somebody sat across the table to you looking a bit more business orientated or would you prefer to have somebody who sat opposite you in a round neck t-shirt a gentleman for example round neck t-shirt or lady um and a pair of jeans i think it depends on the person you're you're meeting i think it depends on the industry that it's in definitely i think i still think that will play an important part you know i think it, and, and that's what's really interesting especially from you know if you even take sole traders you take small businesses what both of us i think are saying is it's still incredibly important that what you wear and the imagery that you have done represents you and your brand. Don't, I think we're in agreement there, aren't
1: we? Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important. And, that, and, you know, like, for example, when I do a branding shoot with people, I cover all aspects of them. So when I did my um, most recent one, like I so say, with Beiju, um, yes, I photographed him in his jeans and his little white v-neck and trainers um, or his little black round neck top. And so there was there was variation. So there was like the super casual, which was yeah. just like little white tee, jeans and trainers. Then there was the slightly smart casual, which was the black long sleeve round neck um, top with the jeans, but then smarter shoes. Um, and then we went, you know, sort of more corporate with the suit and the white shirt but no tie but just open at the neck um, white shirt so that looked more kind of um, you know a bit more like your I don't know your barrister type or whatever Um, and then um, he'll hate me for saying that But (laughs) (laughs) but then I was just trying to think what would that be? And I was but thinking, you
0: know what's really interesting? You've you've taken his photos in three different um, ways. So actually people get to see him in three different ways. I don't it, know. If, yeah, there's a fourth
1: way as well, which was the, um, which was the. you be worrying.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody gets to see those ones. Um, <laughs> but no, the other way was um, with like wearing, um, Uh, a top but with a blazer yeah so you can you can kind of it became layered as it were super cash to smart cash to you know creative looking to corporate looking so so that when they have the photos they've got it for all avenues yeah yeah but also
0: people get to see him in different lights and that's exactly what I think now from a business owner's point of view, people like to see that. Do you, do you remember when, um, you know, we when you were at school and you might have had a dress down Friday? Dress down Friday was always the day you thought, I wonder what they'd be wearing. You know, yeah. I really wonder what their style is. What do they look like when they're not in their uniform? Yeah. And I think, you know, if you think about it now, people want to know, well, I suppose whether you call it intrusive or not, people want to know more about you. So they want to know like you, oh, you've got a dog. They they know that, you know, I've got a dog. They know I've got horses. They know a little bit more about me personally. And I think then what that does, you know, it, it, it becomes relatable. People go, ah, I'm a dog lover too. Ah, here's your dog. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And they go, oh, actually I can relate to that person. And I think that's where like you said, having a poor old Beju, we've talked about him all, all the time. But having those Because <laughs> he's, he's my latest shoe, he's yes. a good lovely, but, no, no, but By on. having the four different looks for him, people mm. can relate to him in different ways. So uh, a business will relate to him if it's a corporate, but mm. if it's more of an, an independent and they want to work with him, they can relate to him in a different way. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so amazing though, isn't it? What we're talking about, it's basically it's what you wear and what you're photographing to basically bring that person alive because an imagery is just an image isn't it but actually the way you take it is bringing that person
1: and their personality alive well the thing is what the, the main difference between a headshot and a personal branding shoot is that yeah you know your headshot requires no Um, it doesn't tell a creative story of that person it's just that representation and um, whereas the personal branding shoot is creates a much more multi-dimensional level to the photography so and and the person that you're photographing so you get to see that person in lots of different ways in terms of their style and how they represent themselves and how they've chosen to show up um, so like you say, it, it's, it's actually much more valuable to do a personal branding shoot, because it it not only helps you tell your brand story, which is so valuable, because when it comes to your personal brand, we, what we're looking to do is we're looking to humanize that personal brand, because in order to attract your, your you know, your ideal client, you, you know, your client avatar, I'm just going to put Bailey down, um, you want to um, like you you said before we want to build up the know like and trust and so by doing that people have to be able to relate to you and that's how they relate to your messaging how they relate to your values because if they um if you can create that emotional connection with people um and they feel aligned to your brand and aligned to your messaging and your values um, then they are much more likely to invest in you And um, so how you represent yourself through your style is also a subliminal message because we both know that um, when we see somebody, if they're dressed in a certain way, like if they look a bit cool or something, you're like, oh, I really like their vibe. And so, you know, they're my kind of person. Whereas if, um, if you were wearing a suit and you walked into a room full of people in you know shorts and flip-flops you're going to feel like you're standing out you're going to be like these are not my people um and likewise the other way around so it's about um how do we um how do we wear clothes that not only represent who we are as people and and they're an outward expression of our personality of our style of how we feel but also um they represent um you know our creativity for example or you know so there's so many layers to how we present ourselves from our from the way we you know style our clothes to our hair our, you know all of these things say so a little and bit about
0: us and i think nowadays as well because people are very um they're time poor aren't they they are incredibly time poor from a new client's perspective if they jump on anybody any of our websites initially they look at the pictures before they read the writing
1: and, yeah, it, uh, yeah, and they
0: do. So that's why, you know, from a business perspective, the images on our website are so important and yeah. they act like exactly like we, we've spoken about. They represent you, they represent your brand, they represent I'm absolutely sorry. everything. Um, and I think that's why, you know, it is, people are so time poor, they look at all the the pictures, I know I do, I'm a real picture because I'm, I'm not the best, you know, I, I, I've never liked reading, I've never read a book, you know, it's just, I don't have the time, I don't also have the attention span. So for me, I look at the pictures like you and go, oh, those
1: pictures are nice, and that's why they're so important. Very visual, a- 100%. If you open a magazine, you are always going to look at the photographs before you read the text. And actually, often it's the photographs themselves that will inspire you to want to read because you might see something and go, "Oh, I love that!" Photo. Oh, what's this about? What's this article about? So it'll be the it will be the photography and also the you know, the grabbing copy in the first, you know, few, few sentences that are going to grab your attention. Yeah. So, um, yes, yeah, so I think, sorry for the interruption
0: there. No, that's right. For the, for the listeners, for the, for the people that are watching this on Zoom, they will have seen, um, Sharon's lovely little boy come through the door. For the listeners, they never saw it, you see. <laughs> the listeners are just listening. We had a wonderful, um, new guest who popped his head in. <laughs> he and was very cross, he was very cross because his internet wasn't working, apparently. Oh. Oh, do you know what that's so funny? We have a house like that. As soon as the internet goes down, it's like the whole world's ended. Um, but but yes, Sharon, I've had a great time talking to you and I and I really hope that everybody can, you know, take away, especially from this podcast, the importance of you know, brilliant photography and the right styling for photo shoots for their business coming up. But I also know that you um, you do something else, don't you, with your photography because you have one of those very calming voices um, tell us just the other layer that you are adding in to your business moving forward and um, to help people kind of relax and become really confident
1: before they come and see you thank you Lisa um, yeah well it's, it's quite interesting actually because um, I, I've particularly since I've been on Clubhouse, people have said to me oh, you know, I love the tone of your voice. It's so calming and la, And I was thinking about it and I thought, okay. Um, and people were saying you should think about doing voiceover work and et cetera. So I had a little think about that and I thought, okay, so I'm getting a message here. And sometimes we get messages about things that we haven't necessarily thought about, about how we can harness that. And so I thought, okay, how can I use my voice in a way that's going to enhance my own personal brand? So I am going to be recording um, a series of meditations um, and the um, it's going to be 10 meditations in the first instance and then I will look to do more. Um, I had considered doing them specifically around personal branding in the first instance, but actually I decided to do them in a way that kind of suited my voice. So there's going to be ones on self-love, building your confidence, um, how to relax, you know, how to you know help to help you go to sleep these kind of things um, but what i'm also going to be doing is using those as a kind of add-on really um, to my clients so that if somebody books a personal branding shoot with me um, they will, um, once they're done, <laughs> they will um, get a um, recorded meditation from me as well about how to build your confidence. And if they want to listen to it prior to the shoot, they can do uh, or a self-love on which they can pick which one they want. Um, and that will um, be something that they listen to ahead of the shoot so that they can feel more relaxed and feel more in the zone. Um, during the shoot, because some people do get anxious during photo shoots. They understand that it's a, a requirement for their business, but it doesn't mean that they're comfortable in front of the camera. Um, so yes, that's something I'm going to be releasing. But also I would just like to add to that, that it's also about building that connection during the photo shoot with those people. And when you've done all the prep, when they are, are very aware of the, the shot list that we're going to be doing, um, along with uh, you know encouraging them, and being calm during the shoot I think that really also adds to that so yeah so I've got that going on and I'm also I'm probably going to be in 2022 now because I can't believe how quickly we're already I know,
0: I know. we're trundling up to Christmas now aren't we no so
1: I think I'm going to focus on the meditations and getting those launched um, and I'm also um, changing um, up my my pricing strategy as well so I've got three great packages which is I'm going to be for startups um, to suit. I've tailored them to suit individuals. There's going to be one for startups, one for, um, you know entrepreneurs and small businesses and then um who are kind of established and then the you know your thought leaders um as well so i've got all that going on but in the new year i'm, I'm hoping to start a course which is going to be how to be more confident in front of the camera so a lot going on
0: yeah yeah and and do you know what though i think ev- everything that we've spoken about is 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 so brilliant because it is it's like you said it's about being confident in front of the camera because the photographs will come alive, which is why, like the styling, the photography, the confidence—it's—it's it's all about that. So, Sharon, I have loved chatting to you today. Um, it's like all the guests—we could just chat forever. Um, but uh, you know, I hope that the listeners have been able to take away some great nuggets of information. Um, you know it's been a wonderful recording again today um thank you so much for coming on um thank you to everyone for listening and we will see you all again next week thanks Sharon thank you so much thank you bye